Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Hope all is going well in your world. I want to begin by just addressing where we are as a country, where our hearts and minds are, and What I think is happening with so many people, you know, I don't care if you're a person considered yourself on the left or the right. I think one of the things that people are really trying to counter is a sense of hopelessness, a sense of powerlessness. Now, one of the things I want to make very clear at the outset of this broadcast, I'm not endorsing or embracing any of the things that people are doing here. I'm just drawing attention to it because I think it's uh, what we're seeing right now are evidences of people who are fed up. Isn't this what we saw in 2016? Isn't what? the presidential election was all about isn't that the theme really the idea behind Donald Trump it was basically the effort to send some sort of powerful message to Washington DC the perception was this is a guy who wants to go and just blow up the system Because people are tired of the way things are working, or not working, for that matter. And you can agree or disagree on the issues themselves. There is a sense of restlessness. I've said before, it blows my mind how, in many ways, compliant as a nation we are. I'm I'm, I'm not encouraging mass demonstrations or anything like that. How many weeks have we just allowed ourselves to be, I don't know how else to put it, raped at the gas pump? That's what's going on. And no, I don't blame the oil companies. Are they innocent in all of this? Probably not. But at the end of the day, I put the blame for this really at the feet of the powers that are attempting to shift this country away from fossil fuels. Because this is not a decision that we as individuals have made. Now, tragically, 
the people who have chosen the people who are in power now, the president and others, support this leftist agenda. They don't realize this is a direct result of what they voted for. But having said that, there's a sense of powerlessness. And so sometimes people are going to act out. And again, I'm not encouraging this. But when you're not heard, when you are at a position where you're wrestling with an issue and you see a president and others who just go on about their lives way, way away from everybody else, away from the consequences and the circumstances faced by regular people, people are desperate to get their attention. Sometimes this is misguided, which we will talk about. But there are times where people take the opportunity, and I think sometimes when it's done in a way that is not violent, there may be something appropriate about it. Case in point, yesterday during the broadcast, we listened in on part of a news conference from Joe Biden. This was on the bipartisan deal that was worked out to address the issue of violence that has taken place with mass shootings. How do we resolve this issue? How do we prevent these from happening again? Nobody's going to have the perspective of someone like a Manuel Oliver who lost a child at Parkland. I want you to listen to this clip from yesterday's news conference And you will hear Manuel Oliver interrupt the president during his remarks. This is where, essentially, the president is heckled. Listen up. What am I supposed to do today? Uh, Listen to a package of bills that... This is the first clip where the president is actually heckled. Let's listen in on that one. Today's many things has proved that despite the naysayers, we can make meaningful progress on dealing with gun violence. Because make no mistake, sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. If you think, you. Let me finish my comment. Let him talk, let him talk. No one, okay? (laughs) What Manuel Oliver is saying, you can do more. Now, many of us know that there's not a lot the president can do. He can write all kinds of executive orders. But at the end of the day, and I'm not sure completely what Manuel Oliver is looking for. I do believe that he's looking for some type of gun control. And the president cannot deliver that. I do have to at least admire Manuel Oliver and his courage to speak up as he did at the news conference. Is it rude? Sure. But at some point, and part of the problem here, is we have an administration that has sold these people a bill of goods. Part of the problem on the left is these people, the political leadership, these folks have not been honest 
with the folks who have suffered like Manuel Oliver has. They've made promises that they cannot deliver. So reporters talk with Manuel Oliver after this news conference. I want you to hear his remarks. What am I supposed to do today here? Listen to a package of bills that don't solve 100% a problem that is killing people every single day in America? Clap and be happy and be part of a celebration? Not me. We got a fancy invitation from the White House. It's like going to a wedding. And I'm here. I thought that I needed to be here. But I also needed to say what I said. Some people say it was the wrong moment. I think you can't wait for the right moment. You make the right moment. The president was saying something, and I just told the president, who I know personally, who I voted for, who I campaigned for, President Biden, you can do more. The bottom line here is people like Manuel Oliver. They've been lied to. And now they were used as props for a political event. From the president's perspective here, and looking at what he has done, shame on him. And he deserved the heckling. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Back on the broadcast, if you'd like to join us, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110. It's 800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. And over on that text line, as we navigate through this minefield, (laughs) 
Vince, if you heard the White House, the spokeslady, Miss Pierre, about the poll numbers, if you haven't, you can do a whole show on that lady in which she said yesterday. Oh, I can imagine. I read some of what happened yesterday. It's a train wreck, folks. Imagine her position. I wouldn't take that job for anything. I just wouldn't. <laughs> Vince, spot on in your monologue this morning. I can feel the sense of hopelessness all around me. With 8 plus percent inflation, it's impossible to get ahead. It also destroys all your existing life savings. I love liberty and freedom, but I'm coming to the conclusion it is an illusion. You can't be free. Oh my goodness. I can feel what you are texting right now. And I think a lot of people feel the same thing. Actually, the rest of this message. You can't be free unless you are financially free, and our Federal Reserve is making it impossible for the average middle-class citizen. Yeah, the deck is stacked against you, isn't it? Which is, see, I, I, I'm just going to be very blunt and say this, but I think any presidential candidate who doesn't have anything to say about the, the illegitimacy of the Federal Reserve probably is not going to do any good for this country. I said it. It needed to be said. This is where I would have praise for someone like Ron Paul. Now, Rand Paul will probably address this kind of issue, whether he's going to get traction. You know, again, see, this is where, oh gosh, do I want to go deep into the weeds on this? I will a little bit. This is where all of the flash and all of the noise comes to bite us on the ass. I'm just being honest. All the entertainment and the substance is left way behind. I don't think anybody other than the Pauls, Ron Paul, Rand Paul, have diligently addressed this issue as presidential candidates. See, it's not the policy of the Federal Reserve. It's the existence of the Federal Reserve. That is the fundamental core issue and the manipulation that has taken place over the years. For those of you who have not read the book, and I should also tell you, I need to find my book. I don't think I've read all the book. I've read most of it. The Creature from Jekyll Island. When you read that book and you understand what the Federal Reserve and what the IMF and these other international organizations have been doing for years, it will turn your stomach. And it will give you a more accurate perspective on what's going on in the world. Because much of what we're watching is the equivalent of the WWE. And it's probably just as significant. The only thing I said about the WWE is it's more entertaining. I can tell you this is why I don't get impressed by the entertainment culture associated with politics. I don't. I don't care who you take down over social media. What needs to be taken down is the Federal Reserve System. What needs to be taken down is our debt, our deficits. These aren't sexy conversations, are they?
And yet we get the same Republican politicians in there who do the same crap, a whole lot of nothing, run off their mouths, campaign as conservatives, and they go in and they do the same thing the previous people did. Do you understand why people feel powerless? Like they don't have a representative? This texter saying, Vince, people will trade their freedoms for an unfulfillable promise of safety. It's a horrible, slippery slope. That is an excellent text. There's no guarantee of safety. It's never going to happen. Vince, maybe Biden should be removed and Mr. Oliver go back to wherever country he's from to get his promises fulfilled. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Vince, these crimes cannot be prevented. We cannot legislate our way out of this. And while tragic... Given the total population and the amount of firearms, the firearm owners in this country, these incidents aren't of epidemic proportions. We have gang violence that eclipses all other homicides. That should be the focus. We also have this. I'm sorry, but I don't believe people are buying. It's the Democrats and the elitist argument about gas prices. Maybe except the ones that need to be told what to think by talk show hosts. (laughs) Aren't you a comedian? Vince, how long before Biden controls our farmers like the crooks in Sri Lanka? Just keep it going. Vince, you're about 50 years late, but your eyes are beginning to open. Yes, Vince, the Federal Reserve is a foreign entity. The U.S. has been indebted to them for a very long time. This is not new. I've been talking about this for years, 50 years late. Barely 50 years old. Come on. Vince, you can't really appreciate how little the Biden administration cares about the disaster they turned our economy into until you hear Biden claim Roe versus Wade is his biggest concern. Yep. And you have to ask, why is it his biggest concern? It's freaking politics, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this is about. He wants to make sure that he continues to keep this coalition in place. Because this is really one of their central, one of their central operating values. The right to kill babies. And it must be preserved at all costs in order to appease millions of women. It's just that simple. Government and politics have become more of a reality show type thing instead of actual government in politics. Uh, Yep. Boy, this is interesting. Vince, nine months ago, I began the process to buy citizenship in a UK country for my family. Really? We passed the requirements and been accepted. Just as soon as the six-figure check is sent, our haven away from this failing country will be set i feel like a jew in 1930s germany oh boy why there i can think of other places to go united kingdom really roe versus wade is not the people's biggest concern well (laughs) yeah i think you're absolutely right about that Uh, coming up we're going to talk more about this theme of public protest and where this has gone really wrong and we now have a public official who seems to be embracing the idea we'll talk about this and much more as we continue our tuesday broadcast stay with us
Some interesting items here in the text line, including this one. The leftist agenda is being used as a ruse for the U.S. to play weak and defeated by its own system, its freedoms. But in actuality, we're weaving a web so strong and concise, the U.S. will be the strongest country in every way for decades. That's an optimistic perspective. Vince, I get ticked at most conservative pundits and commentators, including you, who constantly lament the evils of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. While at the same time, working those platforms for all they're worth. So sad that anyone gives a tinkers about any social media. <laughs> Salen out of Gastonia. Just like everything else, there is a way to redeem anything and everything. And Jeff says elections have consequences. Stolen elections have even bigger consequences. So we turn to none other than... Our Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. Now, this is really, really important. Because the events I'm about to describe to you are things that I think most sensible citizens would take issue with. But right now, we're not talking about sensible people. We're talking about radicals. And I put Joe Biden in the category of being a radical. He's a radical and a radical enabler. The people who are around him are not there by accident. So imagine you're a public official and you just do something innocuous like going to a restaurant to have dinner. And people basically create a mob scene to the point where you have to leave. Is this what America is about? Before I say anything else about this story, I want to I want to issue a call right now. Everybody within the sound of my voice, would you just listen to my appeal to you? I one of the comments that I made is and it, it's it's a little tricky going down this road. But one of the things that people would very often say about Donald Trump is they love the fact that he's a fighter, and that's great. One of the important things that a fighter needs is discipline. The fighter needs to fight in the ring. That's the important place to fight. Now, it's great if your fighter goes into the ring and delivers a knockout punch. It's not great if your fighter is punching everybody else on the way to the ring. This is where we are. We're, we've lost boundaries. Yes, it's appropriate to have conversations in a public square. But a restaurant is not a public square. Here's my call to you. I don't care what side of the political aisle you are on. If you happen to be at a restaurant or any other public place where there's a public official, unless this person has murdered someone or raped children, I would like for us to stand together as a people 
and stand with someone who is being heckled so they can have their meal in peace. We need to deliver a message that this is not acceptable behavior to essentially bully people. This is a form of stalking. So Pete Buttigieg was asked about protesters gathering at a Morton Steakhouse where the Supreme Court Justice was dining. Now, two days after Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh fled abortion rights protests at a Morton Steakhouse in D.C., the, quote, husband of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg tweeted his assessment of the incident. Sounds like he just wanted some privacy to make his own dining decisions. What an ass. And I don't mind saying that. What an asinine, jackass thing to say. And he ought to know better. Because I'm sure he and his husband would appreciate being able to dine in peace. Or, I don't know, maybe, maybe they don't go to places that us normal minions go to. But he was alluding to Kavanaugh's recent vote to overturn Roe versus Wade. This tweet drew some criticism from conservatives, including former Trump advisor Stephen Miller, who decried what he called an endorsement of the use of mob intimidation tactics as wildly irresponsible. But Pete Buttigieg defended his husband's remarks during a Sunday interview with Fox News' Mike Emanuel. Any public figure should always... Always be free from violence, intimidation, and harassment, but should never be free from criticism or people exercising their First Amendment rights. And here's the part he added. Officials should expect public protests, especially after an important right that the majority of Americans support was taken away. So in other words, what is he saying? He's basically saying the ends justifies the means. This is so egregious, what has been done. He said, as long as I've been alive, settled case law in the United States has been the Constitution protected the right to privacy. That's now been thrown out the window by justices, including Justice Kavanaugh, who, as I recall, swore up and down in front of God and everyone, including the United States Congress. They were going to leave settled case law alone. Do you hear what's going on here? So they've basically said... Because this case is so important, this issue is so important, that people can expect to be heckled. If you happen to be on, quote, the wrong side of this issue, this is what you can expect. And I'm just telling you, people like this do not belong in public office. They don't. This is the kind of parasite political parasite that I think all decent people ought to reject. I'm telling you, if you're a Democrat, you need to renounce and reject this. No, Mr. Buttigieg. And first off, you also need to take a lesson, a basic lesson in our Constitution. No. No right was taken away. An artificial right was created by justices in black robes. So not not only is he ignorant, but he's also provocative. 
in the most inappropriate way for a public official. And I'm just telling you, those of you on the left, and, and I'm calling on you right now, if, if you have any integrity about you, you know the position I've taken on Donald Trump and many of his antics. You need to take the responsibility to speak out against your own who do things that are wildly inappropriate and, frankly, that are dangerous. So I want to see you take a stand and stop posting all this crap about Donald Trump, who's not even president anymore. You start reining in those people you claim to be your own. Let's see some integrity here. Back of the Vince Coakley radio program, and I mentioned some days ago about the start of early voting. It's underway right now in the city of Charlotte. Those of you outside Charlotte proper, please bear with us as we have a very important discussion. We have a very unusual set of races going on, and what's unusual is the timetable. Because the actual election, you know this is an off-year election. Typically, you have primaries in the spring, and you have the election in November. Well, with these municipal elections, the actual election is taking place now. So it's very important to mobilize now, to vote, to get involved, do whatever you need to do in order to see what you'd like to see on the city council in the mayor's office. Joining me to uh, continue our discussion about this, our good friend, Kyle Lupe, who is running for Charlotte City Council at large. Welcome back. Good to talk to you again, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me again. Well, first off, uh, I think it's really important, again, to remind people what's going on here, because this is a very unusual election. Uh, what is happening now and why? Yeah, so um, uh, we are having a July city council election. Uh, it was supposed to be last November, but uh, the individuals on council decided to give themselves a little bit more extra time to govern and uh, pushed it. And now we are having one in July. So it is only city council that is and the mayor that is uh, on the ballot uh, on July 26th and an early voting going on right now. And then everything else is, of course, in November. Uh, Let's talk about your own race, uh, what you're running for and why. Yeah, so I'm I'm running for city council at large. Uh, There are four of us running on the Republican ticket in the at-large race against the four Democrats, uh, all of which have either served on council uh, or are currently serving on council. Uh, I got involved in the race because I ride the bus and I talk to people all the time where the bus system is not working for them. We are spending $250 million per year on a bus system that is in shambles because we are not holding leadership accountable. And, you know, I would, there's a lot of things that I care about uh, to fix in this city, crime issues, zoning, 
Uh, but what really got me involved was fixing our transit system and putting it so that people can actually get to the jobs that lift them out of poverty. It sounds simple enough, and I know plenty of people who rely on this transportation to be able to get to and from work. So this is very, very important. Uh, one of the things that I that I think you've touched on that's really important here is the issue of accountability. And this is something that typically happens when you have a government system where you've got one party rule and you have a very difficult time with um, anybody who's going to come along and challenge the narrative. Is this part of what you want to accomplish here? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we have seen lack of accountability and leadership in our transit system, which I alluded to. Um, we, I mean, the people who are running our transit system are still running our transit system. We haven't, uh, heads haven't rolled at CAT, the, the leader of CAT, John Lewis. He has um, not been um, really a part of the conversation. He's actually been deflecting everything. But there's other things in our city that, you know, we do not have accountability over. For example, we've had grant programs that uh, we had a grant program called the Aging in Place Program. $1.5 million was granted for low-income, vulnerable seniors to help pay property taxes. $76,000 of that was spent. Why so little? For a for a council that cares about economic mobility, why did they only spend that much? And what can we learn from why so little was spent? And there's just, there's no, there in our city right now, there is no desire to actually govern. It's more we are playing politics, talking about national issues, as opposed to getting down to what Charlotteans actually care about and actually want to see in our city. I could not agree with you more. We're talking with Kyle Lube, who's running for uh, city council at large, and you have been very clear about the fact that you're running, but you also think it's important for people to support the people running with you, that yep. you're basically a team. Uh, tell us more about the other people with you. Yes, so um, there are three other really qualified candidates. Um, you have Carrie Alinsky. Uh, she got involved in this race because she is a new mom. Um, to a wonderful uh, girl named Eliana, and she wants to see her community safe. Uh, she has seen over the past few years that, you know, Charlotte is becoming, crime is increasing, uh, crime is, uh, the city is and, becoming less safe. And Kyle, I should have given you a little bit of a warning. We've got about 30 seconds left if you can zip through those candidates. Yeah, <laughs> Charlie Mulligan, uh, entrepreneur, he wants to help the small business ecosystem that we have. And then David Merrill, he is really heavily concerned about affordable housing. And in about 20 that we have left here, what can people do? Uh, those in the city of Charlotte, you can vote early. Uh, the other thing you probably want people to get involved, how do they reach you? Yeah, so you can go to um, summeriscomingclt.com, and you can actually sign up to help us volunteer and door knock or volunteer at the polls. All of our websites are there, too. Get in touch with us individually. We could use every single person to help us because every vote is actually going to matter in this election. No question about that. Thank you very much, Kyle Loop. You've coming on the broadcast. Very uh, wish you the best of luck with your campaign. And uh, on the other side, we have Transformation Tuesday. Stay with us, folks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 